And we are something like live out of the 325 Abilene, Texas. I believe it's November 12th, 2021. It's been a long time coming. I have not done a podcast in quite a while. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been too long. In my eyes, I think it's been too long. Now, I wanted to make an introduction for the following. Earlier today, we were something like live, right? We were live on the stereo app. Now, I'm doing an intro using the Anchor recording tool. And it's not quite as windy as it was earlier. But I did make two segments. Now, I did use the stereo app. It was live on there. Ripped the audio. Uploaded it successfully to the Anchor app. For the Joe Madness Show podcast, which is back in your life. Finally, right? Finally. So, you know, the first thing I talked about, you know, I I introduced you to the... uh, to the tamale venture that I have been doing for probably almost a year now. So we spoke about that for a while. Kind of got your feet wet a little bit, you know, a little bit, right? You're going to get your feet wet with that. And the second thing, right, the second segment I did was speaking about God and you know, I, I've i never been religious, and I've never believed in God. And I've spoken about that many a times on this podcast. But, you know, as we evolve as humans and as people and, and whatnot, things change. And one of the things that's changed is, you know, my relationship with God. And I, I go into depth a little bit. You know, you get your feet wet with that as well. And this these segments that you're about to hear... I'm about to listen to, you know, there are introductions in their own right when it comes to, you know, this podcast and the general direction it has taken and uh, what it's turning into, what it's evolved into, what it's evolving into. And, you know, I, I didn't ever thought I'd come back to this and I never thought I'd, I would be sitting here right now speaking to you guys once again. So... It's nice to be back. The Joe Madness Show, like I said, is back in your fucking life, right? So, as you already know, I am the host, Joe Madness, that motherfucker with the million-dollar voice. And I hope you enjoy the show. First segment coming up. We're talking tamales. After that, we're talking God. Now let's kick the shit off. Oh, here we go. All right. 
All right, so we're out here in uh, this parking lot, shopping center, slinging tamales. So I think we've been out here like a total of two hours already. Probably made less than $100. And, you know, the general consensus, I would believe, is that people feel that tamales should be given away to you. You know, they want to wanna pay you, like, what, what is it, $10 for a whole dozen tamales. And, you know, that's crazy, man. Yeah, you know, I think the highest price that people are willing to pay that I've known that I've heard of is about thirty dollars for twelve, right? Checking I feel like the sweet spot might be about twenty. You know? Twenty dollars for a dozen tamales. You know, if you're all by by yourself and you're alone, you know, that's the potential to make eleven friends. So think about that. You know, you have this whole thing with the pain going on. I think it's so wild that you can sit out here in a parking lot, probably see, like, I don't know how many fucking cops, and nobody ever comes up to you and says anything about your illegal activities as a tamale person selling um, food, which is really weird about it. Like, selling tamales is probably one of the most... Savage things you can probably do. Anybody, unless your food sucks. Then that person might be on the toilet for a while. Probably goes without saying. You think about it, the essence of a tamale is pretty fucking wild. Like, you have this... This thing... It looks kind of like a a sausage. You know? It looks kind of like a pie. Kind of looks kind of like a burrito. Um, it looks kind of like a Hot Pocket. You know what? It looks like a lot of shit, right? Let's just go with that. It looks like a lot of different things. And potentially it could probably be a many of different things. But you wrap it up in a corn husk, right? A corn husk. Think about that for a moment. A fucking corn husk. So, if you decide to indulge into... A tamale, right? And we just gave you plenty of examples of shit that it kind of looks like, right? It kind of looks like many of things. But it's not any of those things. It's a fucking tamale. It's a thing that's wrapped into a fucking corn husk. Which is really fucking strange. But then, but it's really strange at all if you think about it again. Because... Whenever you unwrap a tamale, it's kind of like a present. I mean, you never know what the fuck's going to be inside. You have an idea. You have somewhat of a clue of what's going to be inside of this tamale. But you never know if it's going to be any good. You really don't. You know, I've heard horror stories from people that have purchased tamales from me telling me that they bought essentially what they they thought could have been 
what they were told was going to be 12 tamales. So they thought that they were going to get 12 tamales. But what they received, actually, was just corn husk with dough inside. Might have not even have been cooked, even. You know, and, and making tamales is not really that easy. I don't think it is. I think I was having this conversation yesterday. You know, I think maybe uh, 90%, right? That's what I'm going to go with. 90% of the population probably could not make a fucking tamale to save their life. Right? That's 90%, guys. That's a lot. And now you think about the other 10%. Now, what about those 10% that are capable of actually making a tamale? Is that actually going to taste good, though? Think about that. What percentage do you believe is actually going to be a decent taste in tamale? You know, I'd be willing to go as high as 2%. Maybe. Maybe 2%. You know, because as a kid, I have uh, I have tasted many fucking tamales. And I want to say most of them are fucking trash. They really are. For one reason or another. They just didn't taste right. They weren't up to whatever I believe to be a fucking tamale, right? Not only that, though, but I could tell you sincerely that... I've never fucking loved eating tamales. Never have. There might have been points in my life where I was like, yo, I need a fucking tamale in my life. But it had nothing to do with my old memories of believing that I was going to eat something delicious. Nothing like that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy when you think about foods and you think about music and you think about movies and, and everything out there in the world because... Maybe not everything is what it seems like, and that's what I'm trying to get at. That's my point here with this uh, this thing saying that I needed a fucking tamale in my life, right? That's my point. My point is that it, it had nothing to do with the taste. It had nothing to do with actually wanting one. But sometimes you have memories tied behind uh, something, such as a fucking tamale, Right? And it could be anything, though, but at this fucking particular point in time, we're talking about tamales. You know, if it's not tamales, though, you can even talk about music, like I mentioned, right? You know, there's certain songs out there that you can play for uh, many a people that will bring up memories, that will bring up past experiences, something that's tied to that particular uh, song, Maybe genre of music, whatever, right? You know, in that particular memory will either make you feel good or make you feel sad, angry, happy, upset, sad, whatever, right? But, you know, I'm not going to lie, though. Every, every day, every now and again, right? I feel like eating a fucking tamale. I really do. And it's just like, I don't know. Like every now and again, you need to eat something that you know of. Once again. And it could be for whatever fucking reason. 
you know? And sometimes whenever I, I, I crave a tamale, it's because, hey, man, sometimes I'm just fucking hungry, right? That's all it is. There's no nonsense tied behind it. Nothing to really explain or say. You just uh, just kind of fucking want one, right? You know, in this tamale journey that I've been going down for what essentially seems like almost a year, has been pretty fucking wild. And this has been probably about as savage as we fucking got for the tamales. Like, I am in a, uh, I would call it a deserted fucking parking lot where people just kind of pull up and they ask to fucking buy tamales. Hello. Well, essentially, right now, she is selling tamales. And what we've got lately, like I've been trying to explain to you guys, it's gotten about as savage as you probably fucking get, right? You're selling tamales out of the trunk of your car. <laughs> totally fucking illegal. Not legal whatsoever. You know, and your guess is as good as mine what these people are uh, actually really wanting. Because they roll up, you know, I think it's been like... Uh, think maybe two cars yet like in a row that they roll up and they say something and then they're like unhappy or they something in their fucking face where they end up leaving or some shit you know but we're out here right and like I said it's about as savage as you can fucking get when it comes to selling food, you're selling food out of the back of your fucking car, right? The trunk of your car, whatever. And there's a dozen tamales that you can get for $20 or you get half for $10. We've been doing this for uh, <clears throat> probably almost a year. And it's not bad money. Like you would think that it was hard. You think it would be difficult you would think all sorts of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I could relate to all those, right? All those things that could possibly be. All of them. You know? And if we take tamales out of the equation and we insert, uh, I don't know, let's, uh, what, what else is there out there that's probably fucking hard to make? I don't know. Let's, uh, let's come up with something really quick. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's say homemade pizza, man. Right? Homemade fucking pizza. Maybe it's not hard to make. Maybe it is hard to make. I don't fucking know. I mean, I've made pizza for companies before in the past, you know, as a cook. And I did not have any fun making that shit either. Which one is harder and which one isn't? It's probably up in the air for interpretation, you know, up for debate. But, you know, making tamales, though. You know, when I fucking first started making these uh, these these rolls that you put into a corn husk and you fucking steam cook and you fucking do this to them and you do that to them and all this bullshit, you know, it was an overwhelming task. It really was. You got to make the dough, which, you know what, at first it seems like fucking forever. And it seems like a bitch. It seems like this and that and all this crap, right? 
bottom line. It's not something that I wanted to fucking do. It really isn't. But I knew from fucking years of uh, just just watching my mom, right, making tamales and selling them. And she, she never went, like, door to door. She never went business to business. She never went anywhere to, to sell her, her tamales. People would just ask her. They'd be like, hey, you know how to make this shit? And she'd be like, yeah. And then they'd be like, cool, let me buy some. And she'd be like, all right. Simple as that, right? And as a child, I would sit there sometimes, right? Sometimes. I'd sit there and I'd watch them just just fucking just spread dough on some corn husk and would, would do for hours. Just, just spread fucking dough on corn husk over and over and over. Man, that, doesn't, that wasn't all they did, though. Like, the process to make them and watching this as a child, like, it seemed like a lot of shit. Just for this fucking tamale. You know what? When I was a kid, I did not even fucking like them. You know what? I will tell you that. As a fucking child, when presented with a tamale, I was like, what the fuck is this? And why the hell are you not giving me a fucking, you know, uh, what do you call it? A Happy Meal. You know, pizza. Something, right? And I would get looked at with... uh, you know, a look of, like, hey, man, you're not appreciative of this goddamn tamale or whatever. This food that we bestowed upon you to eat. Whatever. You know, and come to find out when you're older that tamales aren't even, like, uh, it's not even a luxurious food. It's not something that you would go into a high-end restaurant expecting to see on the fucking menu. You know, if you did not know this um, before, I mean, now, hearing it come out of my mouth, you should know that a tamale is poor people food. It really is. Tamales for for years. I mean, I don't know how long it's gone. You know, maybe, maybe centuries. I, I don't fucking know. Have been used as a means to feed a lot of people on the cheap, right? Which is really strange if you think about it because... They're not that easy to make. They're really, I mean, it's not like something that's like, oh, okay, let me let me whip some up in half an hour or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do some shit to make a tamale pop out as a fucking tamale. And it's not that fucking easy. Like I was saying before, you got to do the dough. Then you got to do the fucking meat. You got to cook the chilies. You got to know how to fucking cook it just in general. And I, I want to say the pork tamale is probably the worst one to fucking make. You know, it's the hardest one. It's the most tedious one. Probably the most annoying one, right, to make. So, fast forward. Let's say you learn how to make tamales, right? That really doesn't mean anything. I mean, does it? Because they still got to taste good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I could learn how to make a fucking cake tomorrow, right? Let's say I didn't know how to make cake. I'll learn how to make a cake tomorrow. It doesn't necessarily mean that 
whatever cake I create out of my own hands that I bake is actually going to taste anywhere close to being delicious. You know, and you can say that about any food that you create, whether you do it on the stove, in the oven, whatever, right? It does not necessarily mean that you know how to cook something to perfection or anywhere close to where somebody besides yourself or maybe even yourself is going to be like, wow, I need that shit in my life. That is amazing. That tastes awesome. Whatever, right? Because cooking is not really that that easy and it's not really that hard and if you hear me say those two things which aren't anywhere close to being the same thing right talking about two ends of the spectrum here you may get a little bit confused but then at the same time you probably don't know anything about cooking right when it comes to these tamales though when I sit there and tell you that 90% of the population probably cannot make a fucking tamale. Let alone 10% of the people can actually make one. What are the chances of them actually tasting good? I think we narrowed that down to 2%. So she's up there right now selling some people some tamales. Are they going to buy them though? Never fucking know. Never do. So 2% of the population, of the whole 10%, the tamales they create could actually taste worthy of being actually and being called delicious. If you think about that, You know, it's up to you, though, right? The consumption of a tamale. Because everybody out there probably has seen somebody selling tamales, slinging them. But are they actually good? I want to say, what is your... What is your... um, idea of something that tastes good because they could actually buy tamales from somebody and then be like you know what eh, they're they're not bad and they come up to that conclusion because of how much they pay for them, what they look like and what they actually taste like but if you roll up to us right selling tamales right now in real time we tell you hey bro gives you 12 tamales of pork, beef, venison, cream cheese, and bacon, whatever, right? Whatever fucking flavor is on tap at the moment. All this is is going to your head and one time, real fucking time, and you're asking yourself, me giving them $20 for 12 tamales, is it really fucking worth it? You fucking tell me, guys. You tell me if it's fucking worth it. 
because right now you can go probably several different places in your city. It doesn't even matter where you live, and you can probably find somebody out there slinging some type of food. And right now, most people consider this prime tamale season, which is November. You're talking about October, November, December, maybe even January. Many, many crawl spaces, many places on this fucking planet. You can sit there and find people selling these fucking tamales, right? And I have sold them for as little as $10 a dozen, right? And when I sit there and tell you guys that you are fucking giving them away at those prices, I am not fucking playing. I'm not kidding at all. And you can always have people coming up to you and telling you, hey, man, have you tried selling them at this place? You know, they're talking about businesses. They tell you where to go. They might tell you a recipe. They might tell you something. (laughs) And the only thing you can do is sit there and laugh at them, maybe smile a little bit, maybe nod your head a little bit. Because you know what? When I sit there and told you I've been doing this for like almost a fucking year. And I have tried literally everything. I'm not fucking kidding. You know what I mean? What do we got here? (sighs) All right, so it looked like somebody was bored. You know what? I'm not hating on that. Because you know what? The the discussion has... So if you do not (laughs) want to hear about tamales then this conversation is probably not for you. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's a struggle. It is a heartache. It's the selling game of these fucking tamales. You know, you will get all sorts of people coming up to you and telling you where to go to sell your product. You know, it's very strange. Because you go from business to business. I've never done it door to door, though. Now, I have heard stories of people doing that. <coughs> but, yeah, I don't know. What, like, in what fucking world do you live in to where you can go actually door to door and have success doing that? Because I can tell you right now, where I fucking live, I don't think it's possible for me to have any success going door to door asking people if they want to buy fucking tamales. You know what I mean? They definitely probably will tell me where to fucking go. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, yo, the fuck out of here with your fucking tamales. You know what I'm saying? But I've literally gone business to business. We have gone uh, surrounding counties and cities. And you know, it, it's just, it's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy the amount of love you get from the community, the amount of uh, hate you get from the community. You know, and I guess the number one consensus I've probably gotten from, uh, from a many of people is if they're hating on you, it's probably because they can't fucking afford it. You know what I mean? That's probably my conclusion I've drawn from uh, being a tamale salesman. That if somebody's fucking upset at you selling tamales, it's probably because they can't fucking afford it. 
and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, it's just one of them things where it's just like, yo, you do not have to buy these. But if you want them, you're going to pay a pretty penny, right? And you know what? At one point in time, it's been a hell of a journey coming up with different flavors. Like, I want to see the most popular one and the one that's probably the staple of the tamale community is probably the pork one. And what people don't understand is that one has to be hot as fuck. There's there's only one type of way to make it hot as fuck. That's it. Now, I started off just slinging that one. Ten bucks a dozen. And quickly did I find out that, you know, it's a lot of fucking work slinging dozens. And it seems like a lot of work without a lot of return. So then at that point in time, I had a epiphany that I should be selling halvesies. Think about that, halvesies. I had an epiphany, you sell halvesies, and then you make the same amount of money while selling half as much. How amazing does that sound? We used to sell them for 10 a dozen. Now you sell them for half 10. Twice as much money, right? Actually, the same amount of money for half the work. So then we ran into a, a problem where it was just like, okay, so you sell the pork ones. What else you got? Because then there was people that were like, you know what? I don't really eat pork. Um, people that are like, oh, I'm sick of pork. Whatever, right? Whatever fucking excuse you can fucking hear. Then you come up with uh, brisket tamales, which got expensive. <clears throat> Around the time we came up with the brisket tamale, um, we were able to come up with a different tamale that was green cheese, jalapeno, and bacon. So essentially, what you were looking at was a jalapeno balmer essentially placed into a fucking tamale. Which is fucking amazing. If you think about it, you're talking about cream, cheese, jalapeno, and bacon placed into a fucking tamale. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's fucking insane. If you've ever eaten a cream cheese jalapeno bacon tamale, oh my god. Well, not really a tamale though, but I'm talking about cream cheese jalapeno and bacon. Like, when you make those and you actually eat them, they're spicy as fuck and they're really good. What happened? She just wanted to talk some more. Goddamn, I ain't got no money. She ain't got no money, but she's talking to me. But you're asking me for flavors. You're asking me all these questions. Well, we said she ain't got no goddamn money. Yeah, that happened all the time, too. <laughs> oh, yeah? Does it look nice? Yeah, you know how much there is. For you to get your hair done, it's going to cost you a minimum of 100 bucks. So, when we come up with the brisket and the cream cheese and your bacon, that's where I found out that people were fucking crazy. Okay? The reason I say that is because I was able to sell and make dollars. Like, that is fucking crazy to me. Like, I don't understand. The reason I say that, though, is because I grew up with tamales. I grew up seeing my fucking mom you know, make them. And Slave over the kitchen, 
make any tamales so she can pay for like uh, rent, so she can pay for you know bills, so she can um, I don't know buy his Christmas presents, whatever, right? And like I said, tamales is poor people food, bro. So never was able to sell a half a dozen brisket tamales and a half a dozen cream cheese jalapeno bacon tamales to somebody. And they gave me forty fucking dollars. That just blew my fucking mind. I was like, "Oh, you know, what I mean? it was fucking." So we started out with the pork smell, and then it kind of ran out to a few different flavors. And some of them got kind of expensive though. Like the brisket one, that one is really just kind of like rare. I cannot because if you've ever gone to the fucking store, a bricket is about, about right now I'm looking at fifty to like a hundred dollars. Nothing about eight hours slow even. And Okay, so back again. It's like uh, losing connection or something. So, a biscuit takes about eight hours to slow cook, right? And you got to know how to make it. So, if you fuck that up, then you fucked up essentially, uh, you know, a pile of meat that costs $41. <clears throat> you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't that economically sound easy makes sense way to go making brisket because just, um, not only that though we haven't even talked about sales you know? we haven't talked about having a sale really the struggles of that shit I mean could you imagine um, you're trying to sell this brisket molly and you don't already they don't want to pay anything already you know what I mean? they don't want to pay shit you're going to sell brisket tamales $15 a dozen, $30 for a dozen, or maybe even more than that, depending on what you think it's worth, you know? Because, you know, people get mad all day at whatever something costs, whatever somebody's selling it for, right? But at the end of the day, what is it really worth, though? What is it worth to you? What is it worth to anybody coming across it and being like, I need that shit in my life? You know what I'm saying? So whatever you're willing to whatever you're able to get for something, maybe that's what it's worth, right? What are you able to sell it for? You know, and that not necessarily means that it's worth it, but whatever you're able to sell it for, I mean, goddamn, you could probably get whatever it is you'll fucking want if you're good enough at selling, or you could not get anything for it. Just kind of depend, right? But at the end of the day, spending Forty to a hundred dollars on something to turn into a fucking tamale that don't make any fucking sense. Anyways, that's what it felt like. But then let's talk about maybe the, uh, the jalapeno bacon cream cheese tamale. You know, 
jalapenos are probably, I want to say about 78 cents a dozen. I mean, not a dozen. I'm, I'm talking about dozens. A pound. 78 cents a pound. So you get a pound of jalapenos for 78 cents. The bacon's probably the most expensive. You're probably looking at like, I don't know, um, anywhere from like 10 to $16 for a good amount so you can make a bunch of tamales. Then the cream cheese, that's another bitch. You need about 20 of those bars of cream cheese, and that's probably going to cost you about $25. So then you're in at about 35 less than 40 bucks, maybe right around $40, right? You can essentially make that at $40 into $300. Depending on what you sell it for, it's about how you sell it. Just, you know, there's so many dynamics to it. Then the pork one, oh my gosh, that one's expensive. I mean, holy shit, man. There's, I mean, there's just so much stuff that you can do to try to make profit. Now, things that you can do, things that you could do, things that you will do. It's not necessarily things that you want to do. Not necessarily things that people agree with, will agree with, but you know what, man? Everybody out there is trying to make fucking money, you know? You know, when it comes to making money, when it comes to sitting here uh, figuring out, should I get a job? Can I get a job? Do I want a job? Do I want a job? What is it that I want to do in my life, right? When it comes down to everybody thinking about that one statement, that one question, that one thing, what should I do for fucking money? What can I do for fucking money? How can I get money? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and when it comes down to why can't I have this? Why can't I have that? Why is this not happening? Why is this other thing not happening? You know, the only thing standing in your fucking way is yourself, right? You know, when you start thinking you can't do things, you start thinking that things are not going to happen, things aren't happening, maybe they're not happening fast enough, or maybe they're going too fast and you're just kind of losing control, whatever it is. You know, the only things keeping... The only thing keeping anything from happening is you you know it's it's kind of strange how we sit there and we we crave these things and we want these things and we want well life is just kind of hand it to us kind of make things easy you know we put these mental blocks in our head telling ourselves that we can't do this that we can't do this and it becomes a really crazy fucking way of living when you sit there and you you tell yourself things can't be done things will not happen you know you have to be able to wake up every day and just be like you know what it's going to happen I'm going to make it happen and it just kind of is what it is you know I, I never uh, I never felt like you know I'm going to get really rich off of this tamale thing when I fucking first started. I never felt like I knew anything. And I saw how hard it was, and I saw what it took to make them. And not only did, like I said, I, I kind of feel like maybe uh, 2% of out of 
of the population can actually make a, a you know, a good tamale, you know, and 10% out of a hundred, right. Can actually make a tamale. So if you think about the mods, it's, it's pretty crazy. Not only do you have to make a good tamale though, but you have to be able to turn around and sell them, you know, and it can be really devastating. To buy some. That will literally break you here and no. No, no, right? So you got to realize, hey, man. You know, I, I can I can do this. And I just need to get a, a yes. I need to get a yes. And that, that one yes that you get can turn into $100, $200. I mean, you don't even fucking know. I mean, we've gone from uh, <clears throat> going business to business, <clears throat> going up person to person, county to county, city to city. You know, every week, every day. To, to, you know what, man? What, what if, I think out of a whim, I think we parked in this, uh, this fucking uh, shopping center out of a whim one time. And then we realized that people will come to us and they will, you know, ask us how much the tamales are. Ask us, what are we selling? What do we have? They will stop in front of us and, and fucking have a conversation, if nothing else. Even if they don't buy anything, right? We have figured out that much. And we have figured out that the cops, local cops, do not give a shit. I guess it's more like the, uh, I don't know, food inspectors. I don't know whoever they are. But you can see like a billion cops and none of them give a shit, right? <laughs> none of them give two fucks, man. No one will say anything to you. We figured out that much, though. And we also figured out that, you know what? It's a, it's a selling game, you know? It, it, it is a grind. It is a fucking hustle. It is hard. It's just like a fucking job. I mean, we got tamales sitting there in the back. But, you know, it's a fucking grind. You're not always going to have the best days. You're not always going to have the fucking worst days. I expect two to three days where I don't really make anything. That's I have. That I kind of like, I call them realistic expectations that I kind of set forth. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I believe that those days are going to happen. Every week, but I'm not making much like um, I, I should, right? Because I believe what you make probably more likely depends on yourself. I expect two to three days out of the week where we make probably a hundred, hundred fifty dollars, right? 
But you know what? Ain't that not fucking bad at all. I mean, I'll take that shit all, all fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you make 150 bucks three times a week, and that's, those are your worst days. I mean, that's not bad. That, what is that? Three? That's 450 right? That's $450 three days out of the week. <clears throat> and then I wholeheartedly expect another three to four days out of the week making a decent amount of money, you know? Like, I think Monday we made $320. Tuesday we spent a whole lot of time making tamales, which wasn't a lot. It was it was a uh, it was a good amount of time. And then, uh, what what are we at? Friday right now, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, three days in a row. I think we ended up making uh, more than a hundred dollars. So today I don't know how much we've made. It's probably right around a hundred or less. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, twenty dollars. I think each day. So, what is it? This week we've made uh, so far probably about six hundred dollars. I mean, that's not bad money, man. That's not it's not bad. You know what I'm saying? They Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, I'm expecting probably to make another four hundred. So that brings it up to like a thousand, you know. Then Sunday probably a hundred dollars. That's not bad at all, man. I I take that. Fucking day of the week. I mean, that sounds pretty good, you know. But yeah, it it is a fucking grind. It, it is a fucking hustle. It is one of those uh, those things that you would sit here and be like, you know what, man? It's not something that I would consider safe. I mean, you know, it's not like you you know how much you're gonna make every week, every day, or whatever. You know, and and you do feel like. Sometimes you're like, man, I'm not making enough. You know what I mean? But I, I feel like I'm grateful more than ever nowadays that I make. As you know, I, I would take this shit over um, working in a fucking office any day of the week, you know, because I fucking hate sitting there having people stare at me and having people tell me what to do and, and fucking. Uh, expecting something out of me that I'm not willing to fucking give them because I fucking hate being there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if it's an easy day, if it's a hard day, whatever it is, you know, I feel like I am blessed. I feel like I am the only thing that's going to hold myself back when it comes to anything in my life, right? So I feel like I'll fail at this point in time, with this or anything else, you know, I got no else to blame but myself. <coughs> if I feel like um, I didn't sell enough one day, you know, I, I feel like I got nobody else to, to blame but myself. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, that's uh, that's what I want to talk about today. Tamales, uh, the highs, the lows. A little bit of in between, right? Hope everybody out there got something out of this. Uh, I was kind of hoping I could upload this on my podcast, uh, my personal podcast later, and see if there's anybody out there that might enjoy it. Um, I feel like I want to do a, a few more of these tamale uh, episodes because that's kind of like what I'm doing at the moment, right? Just kind of expand, you know, build upon that and maybe. 
people will enjoy listening to it. I don't know, right? Anyways, hope you guys enjoy listening. We'll be back on another day. And be sure to check out the uh, Joe Bandit Show podcast. All right. So we are back. Um, you know, I, I want to upload some segments that I record onto my podcast that I really do not, you know, I mess with really often enough, right? And uh, I just got through doing a tamale um, segment. You know, I think we went about 45 minutes. Basically, you know, just talking about tamale life a little bit, right? Kind of like an introduction. And uh, now we're, we're moving on. You know, we're using the, the stereo app, by the way, which is a, it's a neat app. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting in the way that, it works like a radio station, you know, almost, right? Almost. It's reminiscent anyways, because you're able to um, listen to somebody in real time. And you, you can chime in with uh, comments, you know, your commentary. They can play it. They can respond to you in real time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good listening, right? If you find somebody that you enjoy. And maybe they're talking about something that you want to hear about, right? So I like using it because of, you know, the the stated above features. And then also that I'm able to download the audio and just kind of upload it into my uh, my podcast, right? Nice feature. It's easy. Um, It's not really hard at all. It just kind of works, right? It kind of works for me. So right now... <clears throat> we are uh, we're outside still selling tamales you know pretty much piggybacking um, off the uh, the last segment but now we're moving into a new topic right so we're going to talk about God right um, which I haven't really talked to guys about too much you know I, I bring it up every now and again we're just kind of hanging out in an empty parking lot. Uh, I say empty, but, you know, there's some cars. You know, you got some 18-wheelers chilling. You got a couple of stores like, you know, we got Dollar General, the Mexican place called La Mexicana. Family Dollar. Ooh, the Abilene Public Library. Beautiful, beautiful places, right? And then to the right, we have a insurance company. So, you know, it is what it is, whatever. So, I kind of wanted to talk about God a little bit, you know, and, you know, my relationship with God has been in such a way that, um, you know, I, I don't even think that, I don't even think I can really explain it to anybody without 
you know, being judged or being told that I'm crazy or uh, anybody really um, probably believe in me whatsoever. You know, which it, it doesn't matter. Hold on one second here. Okay, so I don't want anybody to join my my live. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and turn that off because I don't like anybody joining my shit or asking to be on it. You know, it's just, I don't know, it's just the way I am. I, I just kind of get on here. More like a solo thing, right? It's not it's not trying to get, you know, what um, co-host and, and whatnot to, to be a part of whatever it is this, this is going on. So... But yeah, whenever I speak about God and whenever I, I tell stories, I, I tell tales of, of life that I've lived uh, up until this point, you know, like um, experiences, you know, I I don't really expect anybody to believe me, though. I, I don't expect uh, I don't expect anything. It's just more of a way for me to win. And, you know, this podcast that I've, I've always, you know, that I have been doing, I guess, for a while. It's basically all it's ever been. It's just me, just a guy, wanting to share with the world, you know, things that I've gone through, things that I've experienced, and and just hope that, you know, people out there listening that might come across it, maybe we'll learn something or we'll just find uh, entertainment value out of it, right? It's like I keep saying over and over, all we got in life are just memories, these moments in time that we, uh, you just have to cherish. You gotta, you gotta know that you're part of something, right? Even if you don't feel it. So, you know, recently, it's been a hell of a journey, you know, and, uh, just me and my up and downs and, you know, I feel like I get enlightened way too often in this in this lifetime, and uh, I get told way too much information for my own good. And uh, you know what? Half, I'm not even gonna fucking bullshit anybody. You know, because I never do. Um, half time, I don't even feel like it's real. It feels like it's not real. How could it be fucking real? You know. Who the fuck can sit there and say that they talk to God, you know? And if you hear a little hissy noise, you know, I've, I've recently indulged in having a vape uh, machine because, uh, you know, the little smoker thing, because I, I quit smoking cigarettes, you know? You, you know, like to physically lighten them up and, and taking puffs and whatnot. And I moved over to this machine, which is more like vape. I guess you probably heard about them. Everybody has, right? <clears throat> and, you know, I don't even put that much uh, nicotine in there. Um, I don't ask for much is what I, I guess what I'm, I should say. Like when I go up there and, and purchase, uh, they call it a vape juice, which I think is really weird. Right? I just tell them I need some more of that shit. That's what I tell them. I don't even like saying juice. It just feels awkward. It feels weird. But they ask you how much percentage of nicotine you want in there. And I'm like, uh, I think the first time I asked for like one or something. And then here the last time I was like, give me three, right? I was like, I don't even know. Give me like three. But I have seen, <laughs> I have seen people go in there. 
and they'll be like, you know what, give me 50 or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, what the hell? What the hell does that mean? So it's like 50% of what you're consuming is just nicotine, <clears throat> chemical, whatever. It's fucking wild to me. You know, if you know anything about smoking cigarettes, man, it's like the, the greatest way you could probably get from smoking a cigarette, in my opinion, is when you've been drinking a little bit, you know? And, you know, for me, it's been like beer. So you've had a couple of drinks of beer and then you move it on to something good, right? Something something more memorable, in my opinion. It'd probably be, uh, it's kind of cold here, so I'm shaking. But a little bit more memorable if you go to whiskey and, you know, you, you drink some of that whiskey straight, right? Neat. No ice or anything. It's just maybe maybe it's cold. Maybe it's not. It's just kind of room temperature. And then you take a drink of a cigarette, and it's it's probably one of the most amazing feelings you can possibly feel in this world, man. You know, I take that the fucking thing all day. You know what I'm saying? Like taking a drag of a cigarette after you've been drinking beer and you know a little bit of whiskey. It feels fucking amazing. It really does. You know, it's, it's one of the things I enjoyed a long time. <sighs> the point where I was just like, you know, I, I think the thing that I like more than anything is just the motion of just smoking. So that's why I moved over to the vape thing. It had nothing to do with really uh, cancer or any of the chemicals or that bullshit. It was just more like, you know, I don't really think anymore. And uh, it's kind of like a motion of just going up to your face, you know. So. It's more or less kind of like why I uh, decided to switch over to the vape machine, right? So, I was talking about God. Now, it seems crazy, though, because, well, to me, right? Hear me out. So, I, I think a lot of people have heard of people talking to God, you know? Like, maybe it's not so crazy, right? Maybe maybe it's just crazy saying that it's crazy. But maybe you yourself have been one of those people that have been like, yo, fuck, right? And, you know, everybody in the right, whenever they pray, whatever they, they do, their, you know, their holy fucking rituals or, <clears throat> you know, whatever, whatever it is that you do and, you know, the privacy of your own home. Maybe you feel like, in a way, you are speaking to God, you know? Maybe. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I don't fucking know your life. I really don't. But, you know, I, I didn't know this till recently. I didn't know I could speak to God. I, I didn't know God could speak to me. I, di I didn't know that, uh, you know, these uh, these holy angels, uh, I guess they're holy. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but these angels that are following me and trying to help or trying not to help. I mean, I don't, I don't know what, why they're here around me, but I know that they're there. I, I ask for guidance. I, um, I speak to them. Um, I hear them speaking to me. Um, you know, the one I don't really speak to very often is God. You know, and that's a hard one, though. You know, 
I, I guess I could say it's not often enough that I get I get to do that, but I do get to do it. And uh, it's a you know it's a strange relationship that we have with each other, and you know it's probably one that nobody will understand. You know, and I, I didn't even know any of this was possible. You know, it's, it's so wild because growing up the way I grew up, um, you know, I always knew there was something different about me, but I, I didn't really quite pinpoint any time in my my younger years what the fuck it was. You know, it's just like something I didn't find out until I was, like, older. You know, like, seeing things and hearing shit and... You know, it, it was more or less like one of those things where you would just be like, man, just make it stop already, you know? Like, the fuck is the point of this bullshit? And, <clears throat> you know, it, it wasn't until, like, recently, like, really recently, I'm talking about, like, a matter of weeks, I I just found out, and, you know, it, it still feels weird saying it out loud, you know? But maybe it's one of those things that, you know, the more you say it, the more... uh not so weird it feels anymore, you know? But I did recently find out that I am a son of God, you know? Now, whatever the fuck that means. Because you know, it kind of, if you do go to church, if you do go to um, the people that do preach and people that believe in the word and believe in, like, um, the scriptures and, you know, different religions and whatnot, everybody always tells you every time, though, you know, we're all sons, sons and, you know, daughters and children of God, you know. But when I sit there and tell you that I am a son of God, I, that's not what I'm speaking of. Though. I'm speaking of like, yo, I'm a son, you know, like I am his son. And there are several of us. And I don't know who they are. I don't know how many girls there are, I don't know how many guys there are, but there's not that many. And, you know, I recently found out that I am a son of God, like I said. And, I mean, you can kind of take that one however you want, right? I don't really take it as anything. I just take it as like, oh, okay. That's cool, man. You know what I'm saying? Because when I sit here and say it, it feels fucking ridiculous. And... For people to sit here and, and say, hey, yo, like, we're all children of God and whatnot. <clears throat> yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't sit here and argue with anybody about that shit because what you feel and what you know to be true and dear to your heart, you know, that's, that's something you don't mess with with too many people or with anybody at all because, you know, if you were to say some things, if you were to show people things, that would prove that to be untrue, you know, would mean that you wrecked the fucking world. I mean, what kind of damage would that do to society and to life as we know it? I, I couldn't possibly begin to understand or comprehend what would happen if, um, if those things were, were shown to people, you know? That what they thought, what they've known to be true, they believed up until this point was not true. And, and let me show you how it's not. Let me prove you otherwise, right? 
I, I can But regardless of that stuff, man, regardless, man. I mean, uh, I don't know, finding out that you're a, a son of God and, and then <clears throat> speaking to them, speaking to God. You know, having uh, in-depth conversations with them and then... there and you further are bestowed more knowledge of, of lifetimes before in the past and and uh, you do find out the truth that you know, this is the life you've ever lived or had you know this isn't the first time you've been around but maybe this is the first time you've been around in this world does that make sense You know this this world that we live in earth you know this <clears throat> this world that i find myself in currently and um you know it, it sucks being here man it, it really does and the reason i say that is because part of it anyways that it's so primitive here you know like there's only certain things that aren't fucking uh <laughs> Aren't real. Uh, a lot of it's not real, but you know, there's only certain things that you can mess around with because you know there's so many laws in place now. So many things, so many factors that go into to just this world alone, and just the state of it right now, and the way people live and society as a whole, and the way things are day in and day out it's, it's just it's unfortunate though you know that maybe that's the word we can go with you know it's unfortunate yeah because things could always be so much better for everybody involved i mean the communities uh people in general just um everything as a whole could be like just so much better and it's not. It really isn't. It's just it's terrible. You know, poverty, homelessness, you know, greed. I mean, he's just talking about the, the seven deadly, you know? All of them being broken on a daily basis. See all of them broken. Right? All citizens, right in front of you, every day, on the daily. Feeling like you know what? That's probably the only way that um, it can happen. That it does happen, and uh, <laughs> it does make you feel shit. It really does. Yeah, it's just the, the way you feel about seeing things certain things and how you feel about other things just life all around 
how you think and and sometimes you feel like you don't matter and sometimes you feel like you matter too much and it is truly a crazy fucking place hello But I guess that is the topic that I wish to talk about today because it has been weighing heavily on my mind. And sometimes you just don't know what to think about it, what to do. You know, what what does it mean to do God's work, though? What does that mean? You know, I I think that just the way people go to church and the way people choose religion and choose to be a part of different things and choose to pray and choose to read different scriptures and different Bibles. You know, I... I just know that it's not all true. I know that a lot of it is not real. You know, like, give you an example. I mean, God doesn't care about drinking. He really doesn't, you know? It's one of those crazy things. Like, a big one is the uh, false idols. I think we've heard about that one, right? Thou shalt not worship. You know, and those those figures are all around us. They are all around us. I mean, whether it's a, a head of a company, whether it's a company, you know, musicians, actors, actresses, whatever. I mean, there's a lot of them out there, and that's a big one, right? That's a big one that God cares about, but drinking. Tells you, he tells you, find something to help you cope with this world and life as you know it. You know, and he, he's told me, he said, you know, alcohol isn't, um, isn't a bad thing, you know. Indulge as much as you want, you know, and you will find that indulging as much as you can, as much as you want, probably is not the best thing for you. But on the flip side, which is so fucking crazy, and probably doesn't make any sense and it's just <laughs> and it's just wild thinking about is you're not supposed to do any drugs you're really not. like when I'm talking about drugs I'm talking about like uh, I don't know you can sit there and talk about the different types of drugs and just one thing Thank you.
Hello. Okay. Keeps kind of cutting in and out. I think we're back. Um, is it? Okay, I think we're back. I think. Okay, so. All right, trying to trying to regroup here because talking about a many of things. It looks like we got a message here. I don't know if it's real time or not. Hold on a second. Do you know what God's thinking right now about Travis Scott? Do you know what God's thinking right now about Travis Scott? Okay, so it's uh, I guess it's some kind of spam message, maybe. Do I know what God's thinking about when it comes to Travis Scott? Um, I don't think uh, I don't think they are thinking about Travis Scott. I don't know if it's good or bad. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's a crazy question. Um, I guess you can kind of go into details about that if you want. You know what I mean? Like I could, I guess. Which I probably won't, but. Um, Anyways, though, there's, there's certain things out there that, you know, God doesn't really care about. I mean, like the whole killing thing. That sounds crazy, right? Like, God doesn't care about the whole killing thing. That's, that's one of those things that's just going to happen. You know what I mean? And it's so weird to sit here and say that because, you know, you, uh, you think about the Bible. You think about things that were written by man that supposedly were foretold to them, you know, by by God, and they decided to come up with the scriptures, you know, whether it's uh, the Holy Bible, you know, one of the best-selling books of all time, or, you know, another book is the, uh, the Quran, right? I mean, those are several different religious books, you know, to tell stories and pretty much show man how to, how to live and how to act in day-to-day life. Right, basically, and it's you know um, simplest forms, I guess. Right? There are two examples of books. Do you have my uh, Do you have my other drink over there? Thank you. Damn it. It's not even cold. All right. So I have had two energy drinks today. Two fucking energy drinks. Oh, sorry. So I had a monster and had a NOS. I'm getting another NOS right now. Anyway, so. Um, those two books, as an example, basically... Uh, you know, guide man, so to speak, and how to live their daily lives, right? How to live life as you basically know it. So, not necessarily means that that's what God really wants out of you or really said. Because at the end of the day, these books are written by man. You know, we all know it people fucking lie, right? 
right? People lie. But yeah, that's pretty wild, though. When I, when I found that out, that God does not care about drinking. God does not care about killing. I, um, I was just kind of like in awe. You know? Now you're talking about seven deadly sins. I mean, we just talked about not too long ago, I just mentioned um, God said to me, right? He told me anyways, indulge in the alcohol, the drinking, whatever helps you cope, you can use the alcohol, right? But not the drugs, though. And it's so kind of funny, though. It's so funny. God would say that when man will sit there and argue till you're blue in the face that alcohol is a drug. Alcoholism is a disease, right? <laughs> they will argue with you till you're blue in the fucking face, man. You know what I'm saying? And then I also said, you know, God does not care about killing. Which is true. Now, that does not mean that you're going to get away with fucking killing somebody. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that God doesn't care about that shit, you know? And when you sit there and you talk about that, what else are we talking about, though? I mean, why, why is it that you get in trouble when it comes to shit like that? Why is it that you get in trouble when you sit there and you kill somebody, though? What, what is that? It's so fucking wild. It's so wild. You know, and the reason is, right? Crazy fucking shit. The reason is, is because there is the, uh, the laws of man. The laws of man. That's why you get in trouble. And, you know, that's something that you can't, you can't really get away with is breaking laws of man. And that's one of them, right? You know, a long time ago when when the gods got together, that's one of the things that they gave man was they gave man the ability to have laws. And that's not to mean that, you know, they can just come up with laws and do whatever the fuck they want. But it kind of seems like that's kind of like what they, they've done a lot lately and they've gotten away with a bunch of shit. But that doesn't mean that it goes without being seen, without being noticed. You know what I'm saying? What do you think you get away with? Not necessarily getting away with it. Anyways, those are just a couple of things. Just a couple of things. You know, just just to talk about. Just kind of throw off, you know, throw up there, you know, off the top of my head. And I am fucking surprised and wild every fucking day. You know, and I have been proven over and over and over that God is real. 
that God is true, that God is around, that God will help you. You know, I don't know this about anybody personally that I've ever come across, that I've ever known. Um, you know, and I've recently just found, you know, a lot of this out within a few weeks and it's, it's a hell of an adjustment and you know, I get told things and I get shown things often, but it wasn't until recently that I've got told a little bit more specific, you know, about some of the things in life and, you know, pertaining to me anyways, right? Saying me as a, as a person, as a human on this planet, and, you know, it just, I guess the only thing I, I continue to say over and over and over is, and, and it fucking sucks, brother. It really does. It fucking sucks. It sucks being a human. It sucks being amongst people that, that don't understand anything, that probably never will. It's so wild, though, like, just seeing people get upset in general, just over stuff that doesn't matter. And it's all like just, (laughs) it's all like just based off of perception. You know what I mean? Like, like most of the population would probably agree with these people. Like, hey man, you know, my kid gets kidnapped, you know, it's a, it's a big fucking deal. You know, I should be upset and it's a, it's a horrible thing. And people get in a car accident. Just like, oh my god, you know, you know what I'm saying? But what if, uh, what if somebody told you, like, none of that shit fucking matters. Nobody gives a shit, you know. None of it means anything because the the only thing that means anything is uh, the ending and what is supposed to happen at the end and the means on how to get to that ending and what indeed is supposed to happen, right? What's the impact of that? Because it's so crazy living in this fucking world. Like I mentioned before, it's so primitive and something huge, right? Something huge is supposed to take place on this this planet and this world that we know, right? This world as we know it. Something huge is supposed to happen here. Because you know what? When I sit here and tell you that, that Earth, the world that we live in is the bottom of the fucking barrel, man. This is as low as it gets, man. This is as low as it fucking gets, is Earth, is this fucking world that we live in currently. This is as low as we fucking get. Doesn't get any fucking lower. Hello. What's going on? You're so excited? Anyways, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but um, it, it didn't get any lower than this, and I don't know what else to do. Some shit happening around me. It's kind of weird, but anyways, focus, right?
But yeah, something huge is supposed to happen on this fucking planet in this world as we know it. And this is this is why I'm here. This is why I'm here. A part of the fucking show, right? And if that thing was not supposed to happen, I wouldn't be fucking here. And it's so fucking crazy. Nothing that, as I fucking know it, fucking matters. Like, all my experiences, everything I've gone through from this point on, as a kid and as a fucking adult, to this point, right now, none of it means anything. I mean, when you sit there and you talk about mental health, you talk about, like, being fucked up in the head, needing pills, needing this, needing When you talk about those things in general, my phone was just ringing, so I think it cut me off for a minute. But when you talk about those things, it's it's so fucking wild. Like because that's what everybody thinks, right? Everybody thinks that what you've gone through in life and what you what you experience, your hardships, your heartaches all the bad right that shapes you mentally for probably a a life it's going to be difficult because of the things that you've experienced you know you, you pull those things forward with you you pull them with you in life and lot of people suffer with this mental health stuff and you're having to take these medications go to therapies and talks and you know different things that help you cope with what, what's happened to you in life and for me all those bad things that have happened you know when I sit here and tell you that none of them matter they've made me the person that I am right now the person that I need to be and you know, for me to sit there and, and dwell on the past and think about these, these horrible things that have happened up until this point just doesn't, um, it doesn't mean anything. It's like, it's like having to gone through um, something horrible, experienced horrible things, gone through the shit, just to find out that you need to be in that mindset that you are right now. And the only way you could have gotten there is by going through those things. They shaped you into the person you need to be for the present moment and for the future. But the experience doesn't matter, right? The experience was, was horrible and it was, it was sad and it was, it was ridiculous. And you know, you wouldn't wish that upon your, your, your worst enemy, probably, right? <laughs> but none of it means anything. Like, you went through it. It's gone. You have to let it go. Like, that's that's the point, right? That's the point. And, and that's probably something that, um, that nobody probably would understand, and I don't expect anybody to understand, but, yeah, that's the point, though, yeah. having gone through the shit, having to go through the shit just to get to the end result 
of the state of mind you're supposed to be in for, for now and the future, that's the most important thing, apparently, right? And it doesn't make any sense. You know, but what in life does make fucking sense? So is there anything else there that does? I mean, this world is so fucking crazy. It's so fucking ass backwards. You know, the only thing I'm grateful for, though, is that um, even in this dark world right now, you know, I, I do have God there to guide me. I am here to do God's work. It's not easy. It's not nice. It's probably not for the weak at heart, you know, but nonetheless, I'm here to do it. And there are a lot of us out there. And a lot of us are getting woke up every day. You know, and the process is ridiculous. Like, I don't know what it is, but I assume it's probably different for everybody. The process of being woken. <clears throat> you know, because I was asleep for many years. I didn't know. And it kind of seems like one day out of nowhere, I just, all this knowledge just got dropped on me. You know, I got told, you know what, man, you aren't from this fucking world. You're not from this fucking planet. And that's why things are the way they are. But you're not alone, and we're here to help you now. And I'm like, finally, bitches, finally. You know, and that's... That brings me to this tamale thing, you know, that I've been talking about every now and again. You know, I've talked about it for like 45 minutes in the previous segment. You know, God told me that this is the means, this is the way of how I'm going to get my money, how to get in a position to where I need to be to do God's work. It seems really ridiculous to me, though. And it seems so ridiculous because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're talking about just selling tamales, making tamales. and <laughs> Like, you're like, are you fucking serious? Like, am I going to be like a NASA astronaut or something? You know what I mean? You know, but... I have thought about it, though, and it, it just, just kind of makes a little bit of sense, you know? Because I, I had to. I had to think about it. So, like, you, you're talking about, I, I'm going to do God's work, and that's what I'm meant to do, and... You talk about doing this and that, and the means is tamales? Like, are you fucking serious? So yeah, I have thought about it. I've troubleshoot it, shot it, and uh, you know, you're here. You uh, you're flexible. The possibilities of making money are endless. Endless potential, right? Endless potential, in my opinion. You know, and people look down on you. They do. They 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 feel bad for you. They look. They really look down on you because they they feel like oh you're just selling tamales. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not really making any money. And, <clears throat> you know, a minimum of a thousand a week, you know, and it just kind of goes up from there, depending on how much fucking uh, work you put into it. You know what I mean? I mean, the, the amount of money I make some days, it's, it's just ridiculous. And it's all going toward a greater purpose of doing God's work. And knowing that I do have a purpose in this world and in this life and what I'm doing right now, what my work is in the future will not be done in vain. So it is a crazy fucking feeling. It is, um, it is so crazy knowing that, uh, there is something bigger out there and, there is some something that I, I don't understand and I probably will not know for a while what this big event, this big thing is that's going to happen in this world, but it, it does feel kind of scary knowing that I'm a part of it. So it's kind of like the talk I wanted to have right now at this moment and I hope you do enjoy the podcast for tonight. You did enjoy it. Hope you listen to it all, too. You know? And if you're tuning in on the stereo app, be sure to check out the Joe Maddie Show podcast. You can find it everywhere. And if you are listening on the Joe Maddie Show podcast, be sure to check me out on the stereo app. Joe Maddie's. Tune in. Take care. I will be back. I will be back.